This podcast was produced for Quad by wordofmouthcreative.com. Quad sparks conversation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to February's Quadcast. My name's Chris Waitman. I'll be your presenter for the next 15 or so minutes, talking about all the latest things to see and do at Derby's premier arts establishment, Quad. Quad is a thriving centre for art and film, where there's always lots to see and do. This month at Quad, we're celebrating the release of the movie Never Let Me Go, which is an adaptation of Kazuo Ishiguro's novel of the same name. The film stars Kerry Mulligan, Kira Knightley and Andrew Garfield as three friends in an exclusive boarding school in England who learn the terrible truth behind their school and their own identities, whilst a growing love triangle threatens to tear them apart. To celebrate the release of the film, Quad has tied in an art exhibition in our corridors, as well as hosting a book squad event and a Cinefriends discussion, talking about the idea of the book, the film and the exhibition, all representing the same text. The Quad exhibition, which runs from the 29th of January to the 13th of February, commissioned 10 artists to use the book in as many different ways as they could think to create exciting new pieces of art. I sat down with a few of those artists to talk about their ideas and the inspirations they found. Quad is groundbreaking, inspiring, fulfilling and fun. Uh, right, so this is George Harris, contributing artist for the Never Let Me Go exhibition at Quad. Um, George, I wonder if first you could just talk a bit about um, the piece itself and where you really, how you found getting inspiration from a piece of text that already existed. Um, it was a difficult process and through dialogues with my collaborator, uh, Gudrun Finland, we uh, came up with the concept that it's been used by John Cage in the past, where it was like a random game of randomly choosing the pages, but making a choice of the bottom line of each page that was chosen, and then put them into a paragraph with the page numbers, and to make up a completely different text. So, so the piece is, in a way, is acting not only as like a visual piece of artwork, but also something that allows people to, to read and has created a new passage in itself. Yes, and I've kind of like used references to some of the other aspects of what was going on in the book as well, like visual metaphors and stuff like that. But the text is the main section. What do you think about the idea of a, you know, an exhibition itself, which is all based around this idea of taking the same text and seeing what different artists can do with it. Is that something that excited you in the project? Yes, I mean, I've done it before with um, previous exhibitions where we, we've had a group show and we all concentrated the work on one subject matter, which happened to be the ring road, actually, but um, we all different takes on it, mm-hmm. and it was quite an interesting way of doing it, really. And in that sense as well, I suppose, is there any fear that somebody might have taken your idea and done a similar thing, or do you just you don't think about those things, you just go out and do your own thing? There's always that fear, but I just don't think about it. <laughs> Until I've mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of fear, really, that everyone has, because there's, there's no original ideas necessarily. It's all a different personal take on those ideas. Yeah. And you just kind of like do it in your own style, your own signature. Yeah. Do you think the piece itself then is a good comment on you know your own particular styles as well? Are you happy with what you've put out? Yeah, it's kind of following on from the previous work I had in Future Focus in some senses, but it's taken a different take and been influenced by somebody else's text rather than putting in my own text in. It's quite an interesting way of working. It's quite hard as well. That's why I couldn't rip up the book. I couldn't actually, which was asked of the artist, Conceptually, I felt that was a bit wrong in the sense of like you're destroying another piece of work by somebody else. And I wanted to take it, uh, rewrite it myself, 
word for word what it was on the actual canvas. Yeah, yeah. So you were all encouraged, if you wanted to, to yeah. to actually use the text as a, as a as a physical entity as well, weren't you? And you decided not to do that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks very much. Yeah, so this is uh, Nikki Dennett, uh, who's also contributing work towards the Never Let Me Go exhibition in the Quad Corridors. Just talk a bit about like the uh, inspiration that you found from using um, an, an already established text and converting it into a piece of art. Um, I trained as an illustrator, so it's something that I did all the way through my degree. We read things and we made illustrations. Um, I try not to do them completely literal. Mm-hmm. Um, try and make them a bit more interesting. I found the book really inspirational. It's a really good book to get into. Uh, not a very visual book, but quite, it was quite dark. And I think it took me to read the whole of the book before I could actually work out what the whole book was about because it was a bit of a strange mm-hmm. story. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away. No, <laughs> um, you've also, um, the, part of the commission was encouraging you to actually use the book as a physical yeah. entity and uh, incorporate it into your work. What was that? Did that bring any challenges with it or was that more, make it more interesting? Yeah, that was, that was quite exciting really, being able to do that with a book because normally books are quite precious, aren't they? And you don't like to rip pages out. I keep all my books that I've read anyway. Um, So to actually have to use it was really nice. And it was a new book as well, which made it... I used a lot of collage in my work anyway. I normally do uh, collar graphs, but I made a little little sculpture out of it as well this time. Trying to use as much of it as I could. Um, And then the other thing, obviously, is the fact that Never Let Me Go is interesting from our perspective because of the fact that um, it incorporates a book that's also been adapted into film and we're using it in the artwork as well. Is that an exciting uh, idea to think that the same piece of work can be displayed in so many different mediums? Yeah, I've not seen any of the other works that anybody else has done. But um, I normally, like I say, I'm normally a printmaker. So I've tried to incorporate that as well, but I've done mostly uh, sketch sketches and um, just painting on top of the pages. Time was quite tight as well, so yeah, it, yeah it's um, it's been really interesting to do. So this is uh, Anna Morby and she's done a piece as well for the Never Let Me Go exhibition. Anna, the first thing I suppose really is if you just describe the, uh, your piece itself and you know where you got the idea for it from. My piece is a phrase which says, in the time that I have, which I've made out of small circles from the pages of the book, which have been stuck onto the window, so the piece can be viewed from downstairs in the foyer or from the cafe area. Obviously the whole project itself, the exhibition, is about all the uh, artists taking one text and using it both as a physical piece and you know, interpreting it into their piece themselves. How was that as a process? Did you enjoy being able to just take a book and do whatever you wanted with it? It was a challenge in interpreting the book and taking what the author wanted from it because I felt the book was really good and I felt like I was almost being asked to rewrite the book in some ways that there's that temptation to say just read the book it's really good but after reading it allowing all the ideas to settle and then trying to pull the elements from the book but there's so many different layers to the book which I found really interesting trying to work out which layer was most important to me and what I would most like to communicate to other people who wouldn't be reading the book or an element that most of the people who come in and see the work won't have read the book Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to create something that could exist on its own. 
I mean, the other thing about it is that as much as anything, it's a comment about the physical existence of a book itself. So is that a, a bit of a battle trying to complement both things, make it a conversation about, you know, interpreting the text and then also just about literature itself? It's difficult when I use words in my own work and try not to just phrase the book because his language in the book was very basic and that's what's really interesting about the book is that it's very easy to read and the way you read it you just absorb all the information as if it's normal and so I was trying to reflect that in my work as well that you can just accept it on a really basic level as to your normal life but also it can be really fundamental in what you're reading and so I like that du like duality of what you can take from anything that you read or see. Um, and finally then, it's Never Let Me Go is a very important text for Quad in a way because it's obviously a book that's been adapted into a film and then we're turning it into, asking artists to turn it into um, works of art. Is there something particular about this text that you think has a universal appeal that can go through all these mediums or has it just been a fun journey in itself? I think the text in the book is really important and I think everybody should read the book, that it's really interesting. But it's been a really fun thing as well that it's been really interesting to try and think what can you make from a book and I'm really interested to see what everybody else has made as well and uh, being given the same restrictions as well as the same freedoms from the book what 10 artists can make and how they'll all be completely different but come from the same source Anna thanks very much www.dalbyquad.co.uk for more details. Make sure to head to Quad and check out the exhibition in our corridor space before it ends on the 13th of February. There's a large variety of work from some fantastic local artists. The film itself isn't released until Friday, February 25th, and on Sunday the 27th, we'll be having a CineFriends discussion from 6pm, following on from the 4pm showing of the film, which is an opportunity to discuss the film, the book and the exhibition as well. Also, the Book Squad is meeting in the Café Bar from 8pm on Wednesday the 9th of February and both of those events are free as an opportunity to talk about the book, the film and everything in between. You can email me for more information at chriswatdarbyquad.co.uk at darbyquad.co.uk and for information about CineFriends meetings in general, make sure to check out www.darbyquad.co.uk forward slash CineFriends. Quad is a thriving centre for art and film, where there's always lots to see and do. This half-term, there's plenty for kids of all ages to get up to at Quad, including family workshops, the unique self-portraits and personalised board games, which are for people aged 5 and up, but under 12s must be accompanied by an adult or supervisor. With unique self-portraits, participants will use specialist software to make a stamp of their own face and create a portrait with a creative twist. And in personalised board games, you can design your own board game all about you. Create your own theme and rules and use your interests and any special items that you want to bring along to customise the game and make it completely unique. Both events are taking place in the participation space between the 19th of February and the 23rd of February and run from 1.30 till 3.30. They're both free as well, but places are limited, so book in advance at the Quad Box office. And at the same time, why not check out our screening of Disney's new animated movie Tangled, which we've called our half-term ha-ha. The movie is a fresh take on the Rapunzel fairy tale in which the imprisoned princess joins forces with a mysterious bandit and his horse as she is released into the big wide world. The film is screening daily from Saturday the 19th until Sunday the 27th of February. 
Check the brochure and online for specific times. Right now, it's awards season in Movieland, and there's no better excuse than to come down to Quad and check out some of the choice films that are all fighting for awards glory at the Oscars and the BAFTAs. My choice films are Beautiful, which is Alessandro Gonzalez in Aratu's new movie starring Javier Bardem, the story of a Barcelona hustler who lives in a world of street dealers and illegal immigrants and has his own home issues to deal with when he learns that he has a terminal illness. There's also The Fighter, which is David O. Russell's film starring Marky Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale and Amy Adams and is a big contender for the Best Picture Award at this year's Oscars. The film is an underdog story of Irish boxer Mickey Ward, whose success is shepherded by his half-brother Dickie, a man trying to live his own life through that of his brother. There's also True Grit, which is a new Coen Brothers film and one that I'm really excited to see, starring Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon. And we've got that film at Quad on its release date. It's a remake of the 1969 John Wayne original as an unlikely trio of US Marshal Rooster Cogburn, Texas Ranger LaBeouf and a 14-year-old Matty Ross head out on the hunt to track down Josh Brolin's Tom Chaney, the killer of Matty's father. This film looks absolutely amazing and the soundtrack as well is one not to be missed. And now that the nominations have poured in for 127 hours, Danny Boyle's new film, why not come down to Quad and check it out when we get it at the end of the month? The inspiring true story of survival sees James Franco play Aaron Ralston, a frenetic adventure seeker who finds himself caught between a rock and a hard place when his arm gets stuck under a boulder and he spends the next five days examining exactly how he got there and what it will take for him to survive. All these films are showing at Quad throughout February, so check the brochure and online for specific dates and times. And in more movie news, if you're a fan of Lauren Bacall, then make sure to check out our film season called Bacall to Arms, where we'll be showing To Have and Have Not, The Big Sleep and Key Largo, key films that are being shown to coincide with the re-release of The Big Sleep on a brand new 35mm print, and that chart Bacall's rise to stardom and parallel her off-screen relationship with Humphrey Bogart. The films are showing in the cinema on consecutive weekends from February the 11th, so check out the brochure for the specific times and make sure to come into the box office to grab your tickets. Thursday the 10th of March, 8pm, Quad is delighted to introduce John Hegley and his show, The Adventures of Monsieur Robinet, live at Quad. This English performance poet, comedian, musician and songwriter has been delighting audiences for years and he offers tales about a Frenchman with some unusual but clean habits and some other new works, including an address to aliens on the subject of transport and a poem about a non-talking parrot. The Observer describes Hegley as awesomely mundane, a description that certainly makes Hegley sound like somebody worth checking out. Tickets are £12 and concessions and members can get them for £9, so come down to the box office or check online to get your seat today. Right, we're nearly done for another month. But before we go, I just want to remind you all that you can follow Derby Quad on Twitter at at Derby Quad, and you can also like us on Facebook and check out our page for regular updates. If you want any more information about this quadcast or anything else, remember you can email me at chriswatdarbyquad.co.uk at derbyquad.co.uk or there's always info at derbyquad.co.uk for general inquiries. Remember as well to check out the homepage on our website to sign up for our regular newsletter and check out derbyquad.co.uk for regular updates on events and activities. Plus, why not save money on your tickets by booking them online at derbyquad.co.uk and following the links from the homepage. You can then collect them from our quick ticket machine in the foyer www.darbyquad.co.uk for more details. Right, that's all I've got for you for another month. I'll be back in March with more updates on what's going on in and around Quad. Thanks as always to producer Mark. And just a quick thank you before we go to everybody who came to Quad to watch The King's Speech. It's been Quad's most successful film to date. And to say thank you as well, we'll be bringing it back at the end of March from Friday the 25th for those of you who missed it the first time around or who just want to see it another time. Speak to you soon. This 
Quadcast was produced for Quad by wordofmouthcreative.com. 